Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Logan's Logic. Today I'm really, really excited because today is hopefully my first of many episodes with a little guest. And today my guest is my best friend, Angie. And I have known Angie for over 10 years and we first met each other when we were six years old in first grade in elementary school. And we weren't super fond of each other because we shared a best friend and obviously sharing a best friend as a six-year-old girl doesn't really ever work out but weirdly during recess we listened to an audiobook in the corner and it was definitely not an audiobook that a kid our age should have been listening to but we had this weird little like bonding moment but the rest of the time we didn't like each other and for years after that we didn't speak and then around rolled fourth grade when we were nine years old and we ended up in the same class and we didn't really have any other friends in that class and we were really the only people that we knew that well and we just kind of ended up clicking and it was really history from there the first day that we really clicked we had a sleepover that night and we just like proclaimed to everyone that we were best friends and it stayed that way forever until now and angie has been my only childhood friend and my only friend who has ever stuck around and I tell her all the time that I don't know why because I've definitely been a shitty friend more times than not which I mean both of us being friends from the ages of you know we became best friends at nine and now we're 17 like those are rough ages to be a human during forget like keeping up a healthy friendship during those years so somehow miraculously we've stuck around for each other more so she's stuck around for me when I didn't deserve it and there are so 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 many different conversations that we have and that I want to have with her on this podcast and since I made this podcast first of all she's just been like my number one cheerleader like she is with everything else and second of all since I brought up the idea to her we both were immediately like okay but what are we going to talk about on the podcast because we have so many conversations so Today is the first episode of Many with Angie, and today is something I'm really excited for because it's one of the very few conversations that we've managed to not have so that we could save it for this podcast, and that is the difference between growing up with siblings versus without because Angie has two siblings and now later in life has also gained many step-siblings, whereas I am the only child. So I'm really, really excited to be able to talk with her today. So yeah. So I am here with Angie now. Hey guys. And I have a million questions that I want to ask you because we keep like every time we talk about talking about this topic, we like start to have the conversation of like stop talking because like we're gonna accidentally talk about it before we record it. So I think the first thing that I want to ask you is like growing up in a childhood that like wasn't picture perfect both of us like you know having like our traumas with childhood I feel like many times I've sat back and been like not necessarily wished for a sibling but kind of just sat back and been like what would my life right now look like and what would all of these events look like if I had siblings there for them and like do you or have you ever felt that way having siblings and being like oh what would this be like if I didn't if I was the only child I mean growing up with siblings like I feel like with trauma through childhood, like, it's definitely good to have them there. Like, so I've never really wanted no siblings, but, like, I've definitely thought about, like, 
like at times like I've definitely wanted my parents undivided attention like yeah I feel like there was a lot of times where like I didn't get that so like yeah like growing up I'm kind of like not necessarily that I wish I didn't have siblings or like what if I didn't have siblings but more just like what if it was like picture perfect yeah and like there wasn't siblings that need more attention than others at times like yeah I kind of just wish it was more of like a happy household understandable I feel like sometimes I've like sat back and been like okay but like I wish that I had like a shoulder to cry on but then at the same time I'll be like okay but then I feel like I would have to look out for like another person in the situation like then I'd just be worried about them and like you know like I've always felt like either way like having a sibling or not having a sibling I felt like it would always be like unbalanced so like did you ever be like okay, but even if I was an only child in reality, I wouldn't get that attention. Like, did you think if you were, then you would get that attention? I mean, I definitely feel like if I was the only child, I'd feel like I would get more attention. But, like, I don't know. Like, maybe it wouldn't be as good as I, like, think it would be. But, like, I also, I don't want to be an only child. It's more so just, like, you know, like, I can't really change the past, but, like, I kind of just wish I could at times. Like, where, like, I felt like I wasn't getting attention, but, yeah. like, I really can't imagine life without siblings. For sure. For sure. I feel like something that I've always thought about ever since we were, like, young is, like, having a sibling that is so much younger than you because you have a much younger brother, who obviously now he's not as young and he's, like, into, like, you know, he's, like, ridiculously old now. It's stupid. But, like, when we became best friends, he was still, like, toddler age. And I always thought about, like, oh my god, like, she was already in elementary school when he was, like, a baby, like, a newborn baby. Like, how did you handle at the time having such a young brother who obviously like again like required so much attention but like how did those feelings change as you and him both got older I feel like having like a younger well it's weird because me and Ashley are also eight years apart like I'm not really close in age to any of my siblings other than the step siblings but like yeah having like a younger sibling like it's kind of funny because like I went from like hating him to loving him like yeah when he was born like I was like fuck you bitch like I want more attention like I don't want a newborn in the house yeah and then like I don't know like I just growing up like watching him be able to grow up and like go through all his weird ass phases with like anime and then like and he's still going through them like Like, he's still so young too like it's so weird because like I feel like I watched him grow up too Mm -hmm. like well because he used to be some like anime like Justin Bieber 2014 haircut kid and now like he's like a baseball player who like gritties around the house like (laughs) it's just crazy like watching someone grow up yeah I definitely appreciate having someone especially because like the kids like I feel like I'm totally gonna sound like my grandmother right now or something but like the kid like kids growing up now I feel like is so different from how we grew up and it's like he's at the age now he just turned 10 right no nine Nine. he just turned nine so he's literally the age now that we were when we became best friends and I feel like seeing him at that age and comparing like us at that age is so fucking different I feel like we weren't that little I don't know I agree I always say like I feel like the kids now like as the years go on they get like smaller and I'm like I know that I've always looked older than my age but we didn't look that young like our friends our people in our class like we did not all look that young like that's just like not how it was for us I don't know it's really weird and like also it's just weird seeing him grow up because like now like he grew up with like 
an iPad, being like an iPad kid, like yes. it's really weird seeing like the new stuff that they watch and like yes. it's not just like the backyard again. So, like, knowing that they don't have like knowing that my children will never grow up with a recorder like set on the DVR for like a Disney show that like you have to record or you miss it until they play reruns, like knowing that they can just go on Netflix and shit like makes me genuinely sad like like it's like even though like there's like obviously parts of childhood that are bad like that gives me so much nostalgia like happy nostalgia like just little things like that like you said like ipads and shit like the way that it's so weird but like at the same time like again like i was gonna ask you like have you ever talked to you have a much older sister ashley who is 25 now oh my god and i know and again when we became best friends she was in her senior year of high school at the high school that we go to well i do online school but our high school like and it's crazy and it's like now she's 25 and when i first became best friends with you and started seeing her she was still a teen in high school like you know what I mean so have you ever like talked to her obviously now you're both older about like obviously I'm sure she felt that way with you watching you grow up and watching how much like oh well comparing herself to how she was at an age to how you were at an age and seeing how that like have you ever talked to her about that and like kind of like her watching you grow up through her own eyes um I mean all she really says about me growing up is that I was just a brat and (laughs) I was definitely a kid that gave everyone a run for their money because I just, I don't know, I don't think she liked me as a kid that much. I think we definitely, like, grew closer as we got older, but, like, that's really all I hear about me as a kid is that I was just kind of annoying and a brat, didn't listen, and, like, I just wanted to be friends with her friends and stuff, like... I feel like that's always the case. So, like, the younger kids always want to be friends with the older cool girls, like, you know. But, like, that, like, as you said, though, like, you went from, like, kind of hating Ryan to loving him. So, like, maybe that's how it was with it. Like, she, like, you know, you were, and like you said, now you guys have, like, grown closer and stuff. So, since you asked me about if I ever thought about if I didn't have siblings, how my life would be. If you did have siblings, have you ever thought about that? If you'd have siblings and what, like, sibling would you want? Younger, older? I mean, I've always, like, being an only child, like, it's really easy to think about what it would be like having siblings, because really the only, like, siblings I've had in my life have really been you and your siblings, so it's, like, I didn't, like, that's really the only, like, thing that I have to go off of, like, it it was really hard to kind of, like, realistically, like, think about it, but I always always boiled down to I would never want an older sister but I always loved the idea of having an older brother and I always loved having the idea of having a younger sister or brother but I felt like when I became best friends with you your younger brother kind of filled that void a little bit it really no he really did and I I always feel that way I always feel a little like protective over him even if it's from afar like it's always like okay but like I'll fuck a bitch up for you like I love you so like you know, like, I feel like he, like, you know, filled that void in a little way, but, like, I feel like I've always mainly liked the idea of having an older brother, I think, is, like, the number one thing that it's always boiled down to, but, like I said, that's very easy to just, for me to say, like, because I don't know, but at the end of the day, I've always liked being an only child, and I've always felt like it made a lot of sense for the type of person that I am. I I just felt like I... And, and you know, like I said, like, it's very easy for me to say because being an only child is all I've ever known. But 
I just feel like with the childhood that I've had and the type of person that I am, I just feel like having a sibling through all of that would have made things really messy, much messier. And like just, you know, being the type of person I am being very, you know, like nurturing, which is a good thing, you know, and like protective, which is a good thing. And, you know, sometimes a little controlling, which sometimes can be a good thing, sometimes can't be like I've, I would have felt very, I know I would have felt very protective over someone, whether they were older or younger. And I know that in that time, like that, the last thing I needed was to worry about someone else because there was already so much happening to me. So it's like, you know, like in reality, I just feel like that would have made things a lot more difficult I don't know so like but I've always liked being an only child yeah I mean I feel like like even growing up with siblings like it's kind of hard navigating life with siblings like when you're mentally ill like as well like it's definitely like a hard thing with like trauma growing up with shit going on like with you going through your own shit like it's hard because like sometimes like as much as I hate saying it, like, I just feel, like, suffocated by the people in my house. Like, I lock myself away in my room because, like, I can't deal with people and, like, I feel horrible, but, like, everyone's always asking me, like, like, why don't you spend time with us anymore, whatever, and it's, like, I feel bad for, like, putting my siblings through stuff that I put them through, like, so it's definitely, like, not easy. I mean, yeah, and I've always thought about it that way, too, like, financially too like being in like you know growing in up in the place I grew up like I didn't grow up in a house and I'm fine with that like I love where I grew up you know what I mean like I grew up in like what's considered an apartment but more like a townhouse and you know that has been fine for my life and I love where I've grown up but like also like I always think about like you know there were times where things were hard having a single mom and it's like what would have happened if there would have been even more kids to look out for in that situation like it's just like like you said feeling crammed and feeling crowded like how would I have felt if there were other people in this house like you know like I've definitely been super grateful for like it just being me and my mom and like my grandmother and stuff like that and like just having those women in my life I mean I feel like you like are definitely more of like a homebody like independent type of person I feel like for you like you kind of just like having like your cozy like environment of like just your family that like your family like loves each other like incredibly like your family is like a family that like seems so just like loving and like good to me like like the bond between you and like your mom and your nana like I feel like you like just having that small tight-knit bond no yeah I love that I seriously like as like stupid and like as it sounds like literally the reason I love Jane the Virgin so much and it's like a comfort show for me is because at its core like it's just this show about like these three generations of women who all grew up together just like women like no men in the house all women like and just like they all kind of raised each other brought each other up and they just all look out for each other and like I I've always loved that I've always felt super grateful for it like I wouldn't trade it for the world and like I tell my nana and my mom like now because like I've never really had the words for it but like I tell them now like I as I grow older I just grow more and more appreciative of all the love that they've shown me and like we say like oh we're Italians like we're super loving and whatever and like yeah that's true but it's like it's also just the type of people that we are and it's the type of people that they are and like it all started with my Nana like showing my mom so much love and her passing that to me like and us all sharing that like 
that all started with her and like I tell them all the time that I feel very grateful because you know not receiving a lot of gratitude or appreciation or love in my younger years from my father's side of the family obviously that is difficult because by nature like that's who you know that's your family that's your blood like that's who you you know that's nature literally and so I I always tell them that being able to come home and be smothered in love and just appreciated and my grandfather too when he was alive like just like worship the ground that I walked on for what reason I don't know I did not deserve him but like coming home to these people who just praise me for being weird and loud whereas like somewhere else I'm getting shunned for it and it's like all my weird quirks and whatever all of my things that are out there like they love those things about me and I always say that like having that definitely like you know like you said they are very warm and like sometimes it's too much but I needed that because I was lacking somewhere else like I need it to be too much like I you know like I needed that like overwhelming like you know I feel like it's so funny that you just described your family as warm because I was describing you to Maddie earlier after we hung up the phone when you called when I was with her and I was like, no, like, I wish that Logan went to the school still so that my friends could, like, really know her because I feel like everyone would love her and, like, she's very warm. Like, her, like, I literally described you as, like, warm. Stop! To detail about your room being very, like, like, if I could call you a color, it'd be orange, like. I literally am gonna be riding that high of that compliment for the rest of my existence. Are you kidding me right now? It's like, no, I literally love your room, though, but we know that already. We, Um, yes, we do no but seriously like it's like on the nose as it is my favorite color is orange and like my room is super like my lights are on orange and everything so like no but I love that because that's what I strive for like that's like it's just I you know like I just want to be like a comforting person well with talking about siblings and stuff I have a question that I thought of I was thinking about switched at birth because of yes Daphne like got moved to this new family with siblings and two parents and whatever like what would your reaction be like if you found out that so if I found out that I was switched to birth in my real family I had siblings and shit is basically what you're saying and I got moved to this like yeah. big fancy house in mansion with rich family I would fucking reject it yeah honestly I feel but you know what but that's like easy for me to say like honestly my like my number one reaction to that question is like I can't handle that shit like I can't handle that shit like that's the last bit of family drama that like my like my brim would be like the cup would be to the brim like that would be overflow that would be too much do you think you wouldn't want to meet them at all no, I think, like, I'd have to, but, like, I feel like it's, like, at this point in my life, like, it's, like, I just, like, I couldn't imagine a world in where they could be, like, I think that we'd meet and be, like, cordial, but I don't think that, like, I could, like, I think it'd just be, like, a distant cousin that you, like, text on, like, birthdays and, like, Merry Christmas. Honestly, same for me, like, I don't feel like I could ever, like, like, even with, like, like, my beliefs for, like, my beliefs for, like, after death, like, is, like, I feel like you get reincarnated, but even that, I'm, like, I don't want to get reincarnated, I don't want a new family, so, like, I couldn't even imagine getting, like, switched up birth and having a present day, like, fully new family, like, I'd freak 
out. Dude, can we talk about, I think about that all the time. Like, the thought of reincarnation gives me anxiety because the thought that there's a world in which I could exist and not remember this existence or anybody from it, like, will send me into a fucking spiral panic attack. That's a whole different episode that we have to make. And it's literally insane because, like, when you think about it, that just means that, like, I feel like everyone's souls just get recycled and recycled, like... I'm gonna have a fucking panic attack. Incarnation, <laughs> and, like, it's crazy to me that, like, people that died that, like, I've known, like, could just be, like, my new fucking baby cousin, like, reincarnated, <laughs> like, that's just wild. That's like, um, when everybody was saying Queen Elizabeth was being reincarnated. Trisha Venus's baby? Trisha Venus's baby, oh, Malibu Barbie! <laughs> so... A question that I've been dying to ask you, which is a very morbid one, as most of my questions are, so my favorite, is how do you feel about, like, you know, a lot of people talk about siblings and their parents dying and, like, having someone or multiple someones after your parent passes that you can grieve with and share that grief with and share the whole process with and whatever versus like an only child who like they're they don't have anybody obviously you have people to grieve with but not on a sibling level who firsthand understand like that parent's death like do you think about that and like what that'll be like with your siblings and stuff I mean I think it would definitely be easier to grieve anyone with people like I can't imagine like experiencing the losses that I experienced these past few years without like having my family so like the thought of like just having my parent and then them be gone and then boom I have no one like that's pretty scary to me like I definitely feel like I need my siblings and like even like with my step-siblings now it's like I can't imagine not having them in my life too like at all like they're always gonna be around and like it was hard for me to even get used to them at first, but even them, like, like, I just need my siblings, like, so I definitely feel like it would help to have them. Well, another thing, because you mentioned your step-siblings that I've wanted to ask about is, like I said, later in life you've gained step-siblings, and you have how many step-siblings now? Three. Okay, so having now three step-siblings and you have two, like, siblings... How has that been, especially gaining them later in life, how has that been? I know, like, you're closer with one of them, but just, like, how has that been with all of them, just, like, knowing that now you're kind of blending families and, like, incorporating these new siblings into your life so much later in life? I mean, it was definitely, like, weird at first because it was just, like, whoa, you're dating someone from my school's mom. Like, what is this? Yeah. But, like, this someone is, like, someone that I've known for so long either way. Like, I played soccer with her, like, for years growing up. Like, this wasn't some stranger. So, like, I was pretty lucky with the people that I got as my stepfamily. And, like, I feel like my stepmom really, like, took me in as, like, one of her own, like she treats us really good and like I get along with my step-siblings for the most part I mean everything is all good with us at least I think it is um and like I feel like their other their extended family like my step-siblings aunts and stuff like they're all really nice too like they're a really big family so it's definitely like a lot sometimes like big family events are like way different now because big family events for me used to mean my dad 
my siblings and just my grandma like you know yeah. um but now it's like my dad's side it's like so much bigger because of my step family and like it's definitely a lot but i i love everyone like in the end like it's all really nice new additions to like the family especially the fact that one of the aunts works with our fourth grade teacher yes i love that i love that so much i that was what i was gonna say is like you don't come from like a super huge family and that's another like it's not just any family it's a very big family with a lot of people and like you know there's just like a lot of different extensions there and like you said this is someone that we've went to school with this someone you played soccer with with for years growing up as a kid so it's like it wasn't just like it was anyone random it was like okay I know you and your whole family but now I'm about to know you guys on a whole different level after years of just knowing you on this surface level but like now you're also my family like and like I said later in life like it's a lot easier for a young kid to adapt but it's like being like a young adult and then gaining this new family it's definitely like you're much more conscious during the experience than say someone like your younger brother who's like he now is going to spend most of his childhood with this family as well like it's a completely different experience for him like another thing he basically grew up with like five siblings instead of like for the most part like yeah like his childhood memories will have much more siblings than yours just because your childhood memories when you were that age it wasn't you know and again like your older sister her childhood memories like your family was different then than it was with you know you at that age or whatever like even for me like with ryan like he'll naturally be like oh you know like our cousin blank and like i'll be like huh and like he'll be referring to like like my step family, like extended family, the cousins in it, like, and I'm like, that's just so strange to me because it comes so natural to him to just be like, oh, my cousin, but it's like in my head, like, in my head, I have like barely any cousins on my dad's side because, like, I don't see them a lot. Like, obviously, I can name cousins, but like, it's just weird to me that, like, to me, like, I'll always just call them step family because it just is more natural to me. Like, depends, like, for like step siblings, like, I'll just call them, like, the sibling term sometimes like I'll just say sister sometimes whatever but like it's just weird that Ryan's so used to like having all these people around you know yeah because it was definitely something me and like I feel that my sister had to adapt to it too and like it was definitely weird for us at first because like we didn't know about it at first but they did so like I definitely did feel a little bit excluded at first but like I think my dad was just nervous to tell me yeah yeah well I also like you know that for a period of my life I had a stepmother and I she didn't have any children but she also came from a bigger family and she had a lot of nieces and nephews that she was close with that I saw often and they lived close by we would see them often and I would always kind of refer to them as cousins to like my mom but it always felt disconnected but I like I said I was a lot younger when this was happening so you know I was more closer to Ryan's age your younger brother who like you said he's nine now and so I like understand on a level but that's why I keep saying at this like later in life because it's like I maybe kind of understand ish from when I was younger but it's like I couldn't imagine now having that experience which obviously it's not the same like I said I didn't have step siblings but just kind of having that step extended family I remember what that was like you know like I've been in that position before but like I said a lot younger like Ryan but you know 
I just think it's so weird that like he like you guys just have all these different childhood memories which obviously but I just think it's so cool how would you have felt if your dad had a kid with your stepmom oh my god it definitely would have sucked it de- honestly it really would have sucked um you know like you said the the <laughs> The last thing I needed in my childhood was another thing to defer my father's attention from me. Yeah. Um, so, and, a, and a child would have done that times a hundred. So, you know, that really would have made my experience a lot shittier than it was. Um, so, yeah, that would have been shitty. But, you know, I definitely did think about it when they were together, for sure. You're my, I mean, and I knew that wasn't a possibility. Um, that wasn't a thing, you know, that wasn't a possibility for them. But um, I still, obviously, your mind goes there. If, you know, your father's married to someone else yeah. that isn't your mother. You know, that you're going to think that I was the flower girl at their wedding. You know, like, I was I was there for their relationship um, to an extent. So, like, obviously, yeah, your mind goes there, you know. Yeah. But, you know, like you said, like, my stepmother became a very staple part of my life, a very normal part of my life, because they got together when I was, like, seven years old. So, um, you know, my parents got divorced when I was, you know this, but my parents got divorced when I was, like, one and a half, about to turn two years old. So, I have no memory of them together romantically ever. So, you know, my father, I never saw my mom with anyone else, but I saw my father with someone else. The first person I ever saw him with was my then stepmother. Um, so it was very natural because it, you know, it wasn't like I went from seeing him with my mom to seeing him with a different woman. That was just the, the, the woman I first ever saw him with. It was very natural, but, you know, your parents got divorced when we were nine years old, right? We were in, well, they separated when I was in third grade first. Well, no, when I was in Yonkers first, they separated for a tiny bit. Me and like my mom and my siblings went to Washingtonville, rented like a house there for a little bit, and then got back together. We moved. Um, they separated again when I was in fifth grade. They didn't separate when I was in third grade. I don't know why I said that, but they that's when they divorced was when I was in fifth grade. Yeah, I remember that because we were best friends then. Yeah, I had a question for you. Um, oh, I remember. I know how you felt about it. Um, when we were younger but are you more open to like your mom dating now like how do you feel about that i this has been like such a huge thing through my childhood of like being feelings you know having a really close relationship with the women in your life has like its peaks and valleys and like for sure a big struggle growing up is feeling super overprotective of my mom and also just like like I said, abandonment issues, you know, having one parent be very romantically involved with someone else and very not involved with me, and then the other parent be super involved with me. The thought of her being romantically involved with someone just made me feel like that attention was going to be deferred the same way it was from my other parent, and it terrified me. Um, but then again, at the time, I was a child that I didn't have the emotional intelligence to understand that and I didn't have the self-awareness to understand that as I shouldn't I was a child so it's like it's very easy for me to say that now looking back and like having the foresight and you know hindsight is you know whatever the fuck the fucking saying is 2020 but (laughs) but like it just like at the time it really sucked but now 
also being in a relationship it could makes me look at it so much differently i single-handedly in the past like over a year that i've been dating my boyfriend have been so much more encouraging to my mom to go on dates and put herself out there and keep up hope and whatever and like because it you know it also like it's you give out the energy that you have right so it's like I was much more prone to be like, fuck men, I hate men. Don't get me wrong. I still be saying that every single second of every single day. Exactly. I still say that all the time. But I'm much more like, okay, but you never know because there's someone out there because it's like it's much easier for me to preach it if I believe it because now I do. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm definitely much more encouraging towards her now and I'm definitely much more understanding of like, oh, this is what that love shit is that y'all were talking about. Huh, it's not that stupid. So like, <laughs> so like, I'm, I'm definitely, and also like, it's not just about being in a relationship. It's also much more about like therapy and like I, you know, have matured and like looking at it in a different way and, you know, having control over my emotions yeah. and thinking before I speak and, you know, but yeah, it definitely is different. But growing up, it was it was pretty rocky. Which you know, you were there for that. Yeah, for me, like it's just weird, cause like for me with like dating and stuff, my parents like, I kind of want my mom to date. Right. I don't know. Like, I feel bad. Like I feel like I'm like growing up, and I'm like, like always out and like either working or like like I try to hang out with my friends a lot and like I want her to like have someone that like she can have time with when like her kids aren't at the house you know like I don't know no I definitely I understand I definitely find a lot a lot a lot a lot a lot of comfort in knowing that my mom has so many great women in her life that are her best friends and that are like my family and like she just has so, so many great friends in her life. And so that gives me a lot of comfort. She's always out and about. She's out with them right now, actually. Like, she's always out and about with her girlfriends doing stuff. And that makes me so happy because they're all so great. So, like, I find a lot of comfort in knowing that, like, I'll be, like, you know, doing something with my boyfriend. And she'll be like, okay, I'm going to go out with the girls then. And I'll be like, okay, like, good. Like, as you should. Like, I love that. So, like, that definitely gives me a lot of comfort. But I do, like... Like I said, being in a relationship, like, really has changed my perspective on, like, you know, but, like, it, you know, it does really, it, it really does make you feel different to have someone, and sometimes it makes me be like, but I wish she had, like, that person, because it's like, she can get all the comfort in the world from me, and from my Nana, and from her friends, and that goes such a long way, like, you don't need a partner in your life, but, like, you know, like, it's, it's always nice. It's, yeah, like, you know, like, it's, but I'm also glad that she has enough standards to not settle and keep, you know what I mean? Like, you know, so, you know, yeah. I mean, I feel like your mom definitely deserves someone good. My mom is a queen. And these men fucking suck. Literally. So, the last thing that I want to ask you about that I think about very often is I always say that as much as I loved being an only child, which I have and I do and I wouldn't change it for the world, like I said, I will never only have one child. I will never be the parent of an only child. I will never do that to my child. If I'm having a child, it means I'm having at least two. Like, yeah, I will same. never, 
So you, so, okay, so that's what I was gonna ask is, like, how do you, is it not, like, a big thing for you if you're not, is it, like, okay, if I have one, what I like, does it, or is it, like, if I have kids, I'm having that kid have siblings, like? Well, I'm either having, yeah, like, none or a bunch because, first of all, you know me, I have my baby name list on my phone, which I kind of want to tell you my top four names because I have- <laughs> I cannot four. stand you. Um, I cannot stand you. Um, so, but, so, but this is what I'm saying is, like, so you also- would only have multiple kids or not because mm-hmm, i want like a strong family of like a bunch of people like i want my family to be like bonded like all together like i, I want my kids to grow up with that same like you know like oh they can go talk to their siblings about like their drama like I, like kids don't always want to talk to their mom about stuff and like yeah absolutely I feel like it's just good to have other people around well, I, like, always think about, like, like I said, I loved growing up with, like, three women in my life and just, like, just having them and growing up with, like, those, that little small family, but I absolutely, like, if I'm gonna have a family, it's gonna be, like, a big family who, like, gets along. Like, I don't want, but, like, I want to have a happy, like, you know what I mean? And, like, I don't mean a perfect family, but, like, a family that actually, like, we're not family we're also best friends and that's why I always say like if I'm gonna have kids it's gonna be at least two either I'm going to have no kids or I'm going to have at least two like whether I'm adopting them whether it's going to be at least two if they're twins if they I don't give a fuck there's gonna be two you wanna get pregnant though right is that something you want if you have kids or this is a whole rant I could go on I like part of me not part of me like it's like it's difficult because it's like if I'm gonna have kids I want them to be mine and I always and like that sounds really like okay that makes me feel like I need to backtrack what I'm saying because like if you adopt a kid that's still your kid and I'm not saying I'm not trying to negate that at all like that is completely you know but with your DNA uh, yeah and I've always felt that way um, I, I want a kid, I want a kid to be, you know, from me and I want to carry my kid, but at the same time, birth and pregnancy terrifies the living shit out of me. There's this girl on TikTok, there's a running joke on TikTok of this girl with a list of all of these ongoing reasons why you should go on birth control. And it's a joke, but it's not a joke. Like, it's, people don't understand how fucking crazy pregnancy and birth is. Like, you women literally are creating a human life inside of our bodies. Like, get that through your head. That shit is terrifying. It could kill you. Like, well, I have a few questions now. Please go on. First, do you have any baby name options? You know that I do. Would you want the baby to have your last name? I want it hyphenated. Okay. That's always, I want my name hyphenated and I want my baby's names hyphenated. And I don't, I don't want my last name last. Like I wanted my last name and then the other one. But like I, I've always felt like I wanted it hyphenated. Yeah, I mean, that's probably the best way to go. I'd probably do that, too, because, like, I feel like men are entitled. Like, you're not getting the full last name. Yeah, facts. What you said. (laughs) Um, I want to just pay a lot of money and get someone else to get pregnant for me, but... (laughs) Which, valid. Like, as you fucking should. Like, that, like, as you should. But so much money. It really is. It's an insane amount of money. But, yeah, I, yeah, I definitely, like, I just, I... 
I like that though I figured that you would have the same answer as me and then it'd be like all or nothing but like because I, I know that you want kids because we've talked about this for years but like I just didn't know like if it came down to it like would it you know but yeah no I definitely understand do you have baby names that you want to share I, of course, I have baby names, but they're a secret. Really? I'm gatekeeping my baby names. Can you tell me off? Yeah, of course. Literally, the second we stop recording, like, I'll pull out my <laughs> list and be fucking for real. Okay. I'm just very proud of them. They'll probably change a thousand times before I get knocked up, but it's okay. Stay tuned. <laughs> I absolutely had such a blast talking with Angie, and like I said, there's a million more topics and things that we want to talk about and cover and we have a million different ideas so I'm really excited that I finally got to do my first little episode with her of many many more and it's also just my first episode with a guest at all which makes me really excited because there's also many guests that I want to have. Also, regardless of the guest, I really just love this topic and was so happy to finally be able to talk about it on here because it's something that obviously, like I said, I've thought about a lot growing up an only child. It's kind of hard not to. So I'm really happy we were able to have the conversation that we had. So Angie and I both will definitely be back very soon. We'll talk soon.